and welcome back to another episode of Business is Pleasure. This is episode 29, but hold on, hold on. Before I get into that, my name is John L. Francis. I am the co-owner slash co-founder of the Clarendon Trading Company. And if you're unaware of what Business is Pleasure, and it's where we talk about our week, our goals for the business, and of course we sprinkle bits and pieces of how the business is affecting our relationship, whether helping it or harming it. So, mm -hmm. I would like to introduce to you Colette Monique Francis slash Lybird, because she doesn't know her last name sometimes. <laughs> she is the co-founder as well as the co-owner of the Client on Trading Co. So, the best way... We, well, hold on, okay. So, this is episode 29, guys. Mm -hmm. We need 11 more episodes to reach our goal of 40 episodes in one year. So, I think we have about like 13 more weeks left of the year. Yeah. And we're going to reach that goal, guys. We're going to kill it. Because, honestly, I didn't think we'd do 40. You know when you say something, but in reality, like, okay, we'll do, like, 25, we'll do, like, 30. Yeah. So I'm really, really, like, just proud of us, babe. Like, the consistency that we've showed throughout this whole year. And just, like, the resilience to continually do this thing. I know there are some times where you're like, yo, I don't want to do this at all. This is exhausting. I'm tired as hell. Yeah. So, you know, so... It's cool, it's cool. Okay, but the way we start this show, like every other show, is how was your week? My week was good. Um, I got a lot of stuff done. You were away. Yep, I was gone. At the fly off to America. America. The land of, what is it, the land of dreams or whatever? The land of the great? Something like that. I don't know, but yeah. I think this land is great. Yep. So we were, you were in Boston, mm -hmm. and I was here by myself, which was cool. Mm -hmm. I missed you. Did you appreciate me more? Yeah. Okay. Do you appreciate me more? No. No? No, no, no. That's rude. I'm joking. Um, yeah, because, like, we're generally around each other, like, every single day. Mm -hmm. So, like, those four days, I was, like, oh, like a bit of a void. Mm -hmm. But now that, like, when I saw you... But no, it's funny, like, it made it more enjoyable, like, FaceTiming you and talking to you on the phone. Because it was, like, a little treat. It's like, oh, I'm talking to her all day. Oh, my baby. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was nice. Where, where, where it was just that, like, oh, like, I can't wait to see her again. You know what I mean? But it's kind of crazy, like, they all... <laughs> that was a little aggressive. Yeah, because, oh, I couldn't help it. Oh. But, like, it's kind of crazy because what they say, like, you know, like, um, was it distance allows the heart to grow fonder mm -hmm. or absence or whatever? Mm -hmm. And, like, there is some truth to that, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, you appreciate the person where you miss them. Like, you miss all the little things that you do that I had to do for those couple of days. Like, yeah. like when you came together, after me, like, I missed that so much. Oh, my gosh. Like, I had to put together, like, 20 packages. <laughs> I was pissed. But it was nice though. I think it was a good experience, especially like with Boston. I had family over there. Yeah. So I thought it was nice because I, I was able to have a business slash family trip. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of crazy because like every time like I get like every time I get like reintroduced to my family that I haven't seen in a long time, I forget how cool my family is. They're actually all fun, they're cool, like they're easygoing and everything. Like, you know, I, I actually have a great family. They're extremely nice. I love those guys. Miss you guys. I love you guys. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but overall, Boston was cool. Um, I got to experience Boston Got Soul, and mm -hmm. it was a really good show. Mm -hmm. um, especially when it's like you're in the exact demographic that you should be in. Yeah. So like we made a bunch. I made a bunch of new friends in Boston. Mm -hmm. Met a lot of new people, and of course, we made a bunch of sales. Mm -hmm. So that's always a bonus as well, too, right? Mm -hmm. Great, great, great show. If you guys are ever in Boston, or even give them a follow. Boston got soul, great company, great organization. And they and their dad actually went around like shaking everyone's hand, thanking everyone. Oh, wow. And and a part of their business, they also have they also opened up a non profit. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. So they have all these shirts that they um, ended up selling, and all the profits, of course, go to, um, I believe, like different community services within the city of Boston. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that like, you have these young kids that are putting on these events, yeah. but they have the foresight to think like, hey, like we're having success within our community, let's yeah. give back. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I think that's really, really good for them, man. Really, really good for them. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, also about giving back, um, you and I have talked about how, like, you wanted to create, like, a new segment, a new podcast or whatever. Yeah. About, like, helping women entrepreneurs or helping women, like, get over the hump of starting a business and things like that. Yeah, because, like, at least in our type of business, like, I know we're into, like, vintage streetwear predominantly. Mm-hmm. Um... And, like, a lot of the clothes that we carry sometimes, some things cater towards men's. A lot of the stuff is, like, unisex, so both men and women. But there are a lot of times when we're, like, at events where I feel, like, um, like just, like, underrepresented, I guess I could say. Like, a lot of the business owners are, like, guys. A lot of the, a lot of the customers, depending on what event it is, tend to be women. But um, a lot of the times, like, other business owners in the area tend to be men, especially for, like, the streetwear, like, sneaker types of events that we do. So I basically wanted to, like, create something online, not necessarily, like, a podcast in the sense, like, so formal like this, but just, like, a little more casual, just kind of, like, talking about, like, running a business as, like, a woman and, like, just some of the things that you kind of have to navigate through based off of that, running a business as, like, a girlfriend and, like, running a business as, like, a 27-year-old, like, and all the other, like, challenges and, like, barriers or non-barriers that you face as a result of that. So, yeah, I just kind of wanted... that. Honestly, it's in, like, major early stages. Yeah, yeah, Like, I don't really know what I'm doing with it. Yeah, like, what you're even talking about, what the title of the show is or anything, you know? No, nothing. But, like, all that can be figured out along the way. I don't really think it's that serious. Yeah, for sure. Um, So I'm just going to start it and see where it goes. I'm... I have kind of like open expectations and just kind of doing it honestly it's kind of more so for myself too like I've really been looking for like not only like a creative outlet but like something to like push me out of my comfort zone because like I'm very comfortable like behind the scenes not as much like in front of it even stuff like this like when do I ever look at the camera yeah but you're not supposed to like this is a conversation between us I know but I like I don't even like looking at the camera like okay. you used to be like a big movie star back in the day though I wouldn't say big, but or movie star <laughs> at all. But anyway, so but yeah. I, well, and you still wouldn't look at the camera, so okay. okay. Yeah, like I just want to do something to kind of like get me out of my comfort zone because I think that's when like great things in life happen when you're not comfortable. So. And I think it's nice too because like it's gonna give you the ability, hopefully, like to help inspire or like even motivate other people that are in the exact same position as you. Because mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of times that we don't realize the ability that we have like push someone forward you know what I mean mm-hmm. like just for instance like this other day this um girl she hit us up and she's like oh my gosh I love what you're call it do I'm actually thinking about starting my own my own vintage company mm-hmm. I thought like oh my gosh this is like literally why we do this you know well part yeah. of the reason it's why yeah. we do that you know is to like help other people who are trying to get into the thrifting or um, reselling game you know and yeah. I think when people can see you who's like a young woman starting a business they're gonna be like okay like well if she can do why can't I yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's important because like you have a lot of power within the position you're in, and I think like once you start doing everything that you're doing, you're gonna start realizing like, oh crap! Like I should have done this earlier. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I? Why like why didn't I start this and everything? You know? Yeah. So I'm excited, and I think like it also, because like obviously like, with 
being in business, I'm sure you feel this too sometimes, like, sometimes, like, there are moments when, like, you have, like, a lull, when, like, you're not as, like, motivated as, oh, yeah, like, sure. you can you're be human, or should course. be, like, yeah, you're human, so, like, I feel like something like this, it'll give me someone else to be accountable to, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean, like, even though, like, obviously, I'm kind of being a little bit, like, pretentious in the fact that people would actually care about my podcast or yeah, care yeah, about, yeah. like, my video or whatever, but, like, I'm just going to assume that they will. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like, it's, like, me being accountable to, like, my one viewer that I might have. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes I mean? that's all you need, right? Yeah. So, and, like, that's what's important. It's, like, the same way you tr- you're going to treat this if it was a thousand people, mm-hmm. treat the exact same way with that one viewer. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's what's really, really important. And within going, to, within saying that, it's, like, customer service. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like the podcast that we do and a lot of our content we do it more so like to service our customers yeah, but it's kind of something about you exactly but it's kind of crazy though because like within customer service like how are we supposed to like not act out or lash out when the customer is being like kind of a dickhead honestly I feel like a lot of the times you just kind of have to keep your calm and understand that like it's one of many you know what I mean like they're one customer of, like, a sea of many. And, like, that's not to say to, like, devalue or degrade them, but, like, you can't let, like, whatever they're saying or how, like, irrational or unreasonable they may be to, like, let it affect you. Because at the end of the day, they're going to come and go, but, like, your business is going to be there for as long as you want it to be there. So, like, sometimes, like, it may not feel as nice in the moment to bite the bullet and to be like, oh, very sorry, even though I already apologized four times already. But, like... You just, it's just one of those things that you have to do in order to like move on, move forward, move on to the next customer mm-hmm. and keep that customer at least somewhat happy so they'll come buy from you again. Yeah, and I think that's one of the most important things is too, is like, like we want to rectify the situation as quickly as possible so they can realize like, hey, like these guys actually made an attempt to try and like fix this issue instead of them leaving me like, oh, wow, like I wasted my time, I wasted my money and I'm not satisfied. Yeah. You know, so I think with us, like we always said like, hey, like, Let's give them what they want within the realms that's that that it would still work for us as well. Yeah, too, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? yeah. Because I think like a lot of the times customers will go in there with an attitude that's like a bit standoffish, mm-hmm. really aggressive. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it's just that like we try as much as possible to be like appeasing and help and assist. Mm-hmm. But it's like if their attitude is crap, we know that like hey, like we can't match that attitude mm-hmm. because like I think you had said this like everything that we do is like written in pen. You know what I mean? So, if, let's say we we act overly aggressive and, like, we're, like, being, like, really, really disrespectful. Then we've already lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, we're not representing Clarendon Cole the way it should be represented. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like, it's not that serious. You know what I mean? Like, you're upset, you're unhappy, okay, like, I'm going to... Which you have every right to be. Which you have every right to be. If that's the case, I'm going to do my best to rectify it, and hopefully you're satisfied at the end of the day. Um, if I've done everything that I can do and you're still not satisfied, then that's not really my problem anymore. But, like, I'm going to try my best. You know what I mean? And, like, you can't take it personally because at, at the end of the day, it's just stuff. It's an exchange of money for something. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing personal. It's nothing against your character. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, it's not personal because it's not like we purposely were like, yeah, let's give them something that they're not going to be satisfied yeah. with. Like, we exchanged, like, whatever it was in full intention that you were going to be happy with what you were getting. Unfortunately, you're not. So we're going to try our best to rectify the situation. You know? Yeah, and I think that's, even, like, within saying that, like, Sometimes, like, our personality is that service, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, let's say we're in an event now, and, like, we're being, we're not as, we're not being as engaging as we generally are. We're not being as, like, 
run, like facilitating as much as we do, like that's a part of our customer service as well too, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think we also have to think about it on the front end of like introducing the business yeah. and on the back end as well, like when they purchase an item, you know? Yeah. We also have to ensure that like we're the same all the, through the whole process, yeah. the whole process. Yeah. And I, like sometimes like we kind of get like lost, we kind of lose that a bit. First like when we're at an event, we'll be like so tired, we're like, oh. We're having our cards anymore. We're sitting down. We're not being as engaging. You know what I mean? Honestly, I feel like overall at events we're actually pretty good. No, no of course, like ninety nine percent of the time we are. Like, you know and we, if we are taking breaks, like I'll go, and then mm-hmm. like you'll go when I come back. Mm-hmm. Like we're not just like both like sitting there having people walk past. Cause like to me, like like the, a customer that walks past is like a dollar sign. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Like it's an, it's a missed opportunity. It's a missed opportunity to like even if they don't purchase, like, make a connection, give out a business card, like, you know? So, like, you would never want to just, like, pass up on that because, like, you're tired. Because at the end of the day, like, you're there for a reason. Tired doesn't pay the bills, man. And you're there for a reason. Yeah. Like, you're there to make money. You're there to, spread, like, the, word spread the, the word about the business. So, it's like, you're missing those opportunities. You might as well just not have come to the event in the first place. No, 100%. And I think, like, looking at that, there are always, like, little things that we can also do as well offline, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you and I have talked about, like, the, the way the Instagram is set up now, we have so many different aspects in it, mm-hmm. but we want it to also like be really cohesive, you know? Yeah. So I think like taking a look at the page and seeing like what the clientele likes the best mm-hmm. and changing up a bit has like a potential for us to like, to be, to represent the business so much more, so yeah. much better anyway, you know? So like, what do you think about us like doing like a quick little revamp of the Instagram page and everything? I and honestly, and even like our website, I want to get rid of all those old pictures that we have there. Yeah, like, no, mean, I, like the banner and stuff. I think it's a great idea, and I think like it's just something that needs to be done every like, like, like couple of months, even like yeah. couple of months, even because like it's to us like our online presence, our Instagram, our Facebook, our website is literally like a storefront. Yes. You know what I mean? Like H and M, Club Monaco, any storefront that you go to, they change it every couple of weeks Mm -hmm. to be honest so like why wouldn't we be like constantly updating ours to make sure like it fits the aesthetic for like the season or like whatever feel we're going for for that whatever time period and I just think like all the changes that we're going to make is going to help with our engagement too a lot because like I'm really excited to like like post stuff that's like obviously like our content clothing like style shots all that sorts of stuff but like also just like interesting stuff like pop culture stuff like like if something if there's like a funny meme or like some sort of like not really meme per se but like something interesting or like i don't know i'm picturing it in my head i can't really articulate it right now but you know what i mean i think mm. you know what i mean no, like, no, no, like just like a post by someone like that's relevant to like streetwear relevant to the community that we're in and like stuff like that just to make it more like current more engaging more interactive and just like overall more cohesive and more like aesthetically appealing like i think that's a good way to go yeah 100 percent. and like the way the company is going now i think it's important like what you're saying to like constantly change those things because like i like going to a website like oh crap this has changed like yeah. you know what i mean and like it gives you a reason to like scroll through more to check out what's different to check yeah, out what's yeah. changed and everything you know yeah. so like overall i think like we just need to sit down and figure out exactly what we want it to look like and once we do going forth we can figure out like day by day or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like it's not gonna happen overnight we're not gonna like figure it out the first time or whatever you know what i mean yeah, exactly. like our process is always trial and error yeah. so i think we're gonna be messing up for like probably the first month and then we're like okay like yeah we, we got this yeah, yeah yeah we got this yeah. one thing i really want to do though 
And I want to look at, like, other businesses and, like, use them as inspiration as well, too, you know? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, like, a car Instagram page that we can take inspiration from, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, like, a furniture Instagram page that we can look at, like, okay, well, I like the way these guys incorporate these different aspects and everything, too, you know? I don't want us to be, like, so narrow-minded that we're only thinking about, like, clothing aesthetically, you know what I mean? And I think also we need a little bit more, like, consistency in, like, our overall page. Because, like, I know for a while we were trying to do, like, the color blocking a little bit. But, like, I feel like if you're doing color blocking, it needs to be, like, color blocking throughout. Mm-hmm. Like, it can't be, like, yeah, we did color blocking for, like, a month. And then, we, like, lost, and then like, you know how on our, on our Instagram, right? Like, if you put, like, a blue picture, the next picture will be blue, and the next picture will be, like, bluish. And then... You put in a red picture and the next picture will be reddish and the next picture will be like kind of a reddish as well and mm-hmm. kind of like the colors like they're all kind of like matching okay, okay. together whereas like sometimes i feel like we do it and sometimes i feel like we don't do it mm-hmm. so i feel like if that's something that we want to continue with going forward then we should focus on the consistency of that for the overall um, for the page i personally whole, don't I, care to do it as a whole i want to get away from the cold color blocking thing because like when you take it and like when people when people when people like see your page, they don't see your whole page. They see the one picture. They see the one picture. You know exactly. what I mean. So I would want that one picture to be consistent. Exactly. Well, maybe if not the picture, at least maybe the texture of the picture. You I personally I mean? don't care for the color blocking because I just feel like one, it doesn't matter, and two, like there's gonna be times when like so say you're on like the second picture and you know how like the picture will shift down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's off, and then it'll be off yeah. until like you put another one. So it's like unless you're posting like three pictures at the same time to get them all like yeah yeah but it's like but it's like it's it, like, exactly. like, like i said like reality people aren't being introduced to your page by your full page it's by the one picture through the discovery page exactly or like you know so, so i think if we just do things like overall looking at other people's pages seeing what's working well like visually what we kind of are like drawn to and also just like consistency like not using certain filters and stuff like that that we've already talked about incorporating like different types of content to make it more interactive then yeah. like i think that's perfect yeah because because like it's like what we always said right we don't always just want to have selling to people selling to people selling to people because like they can go to any other page to be sold something you know what i mean yeah whereas us we actually want to make it interactive we want to bring a lot of value and of course just like we want to have some dope shit there for them to like really enjoy and everything you know mm-hmm. and speaking of dope shit um one thing i'm really excited about is the transition that we're trying to make in terms of like our women's line Mm-hmm. We've noticed that, like, over the last year, a lot of people that have been purchasing from us have been a huge women demographic. And it's unfortunate because the clothing that we do have cater towards one type of style, you know? Like, someone who likes oversized, someone who likes, like, really big logos and stuff, you know? Okay, but, exactly. Exactly. But now that we've realized, like, hey, we have these materials, why don't we try to fit them into a, the reworking community as well, too, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we're happy that, like, we're taking the steps to, like, virtually launch our like reworking brand of mm-hmm. Clarendon Co and everything you know what I mean yeah I'm excited yeah I'm excited I think it's like another step that we're doing that we're uncomfortable about mm-hmm. because like we know the market and like we know the products are going to be good but it's still a new venture that we're getting into you know what I mean yeah for sure so but like it's really cool though because like we're also collaborating with an amazing artist mm-hmm. who knows like the machine at the back of her hand mm-hmm. so that's going to be incredible really really nice how do you feel about the whole experience and everything i'm really excited because like we're actually catering towards our demographic now like we're we're producing products that like 
a larger amount of women tend to like and tend to enjoy and want to wear. So I think like there's nothing that but good that can come out of it. You know what I mean? And like we're really on trend right now because like reworking is really popular. And, and I, 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 and I know it's kind of crazy, and I don't feel like reworking is even close to as big as it could be. No, it could be way bigger. Like, I feel like it, it hasn't really, like, reached its peak yet. Yeah, not even running So, so I'm excited that we're kind of, like, getting in on it on at the forefront of things to kind of help expand the market, expand streetwear, expand, like, the vintage community that we're working in, even, like, expand into, like, different types of shows. Like, we can possibly expand into, like... Like, we were thinking about... The other day, we were talking about potentially getting like women's stuff for the high-end streetwear right mm. so there's like there's a possibility that by doing this lower end streetwear with the reworking it'll open us up into a different community mm. that would be more interested in say like high-end women's streetwear mm. you know what i mean and like generally speaking like women are more likely to pay more for certain things yeah so like there's a potential that we could have like a larger profit margin as well and, uh, it's actually so exciting too, man. Because like when we initially started the company, I don't think we had like aspirations of opening up like a woman's side. Mm -hmm. But like now that we see where the company is going, I'm happy that we're making this step. Because like we're telling our clients that like we're trying to cater to you. Mm -hmm. We see what you guys like. How can we assist in finding these products for you? You know what I mean? And the one thing that really I find interesting about like actually running a business now is that it's a lot different from what I thought it was when I initially when we initially got into it or when we initially like were starting it in the beginning like for example my view of like running a business before was like you create a business plan you have a business model you follow the model you make money you know whereas like now it's like yeah you have a business plan and business model but like that business plan and model like it has to be open for like flexibility and change and adaptability and like figuring out like what the market wants and catering to that at like the drop of a hat you know what i mean it's kind of crazy because there's this um quote and it's like any plan that can't be changed is a bad plan it is and like you know and i think that's what we were so stuck on before is like okay this is what we're doing year one we have to do this and mm -hmm. if that doesn't work we don't know you know what i mean yeah, yeah but now that we're starting to realize it's like the more we do, the more opportunities that are going to come about it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, how are we handling those opportunities? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because we're putting ourselves now in the position to capture every single opportunity that comes our way. Yeah. It's like, if we were so fixed to one idea and like one path of like running a business or whatever, yeah. like we would never have the idea of like, hey, like, let's do streetwear now. Yeah. Hey, like, instead of doing only vintage, why don't we do like used clothing as well, a piece that yeah. people do? Like, like, for instance, like, something that really caught me off guard was like those Nike hoodies. Like, mm -hmm. every Nike hoodie that we post now, it's like, people are attracted to them so much, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, if we're only focused on doing vintage, like, we would have never had the opportunity you to even been sell. like, oh, this isn't really vintage, let's not sell it. Like, like, you, you, know, know, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's really important, like, what you're saying is, like, you know, we have to be open to everything that really comes our way. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, really, really nice. And like, and, like, open to it and figure out ways to, like, capitalize on that market. Because, like, I feel like we're we're open to opportunities, but in some cases, I feel like we can be, like, a little bit slow, you know? So I feel like we need to work on being a little bit more strategic and a little bit more calculated in the steps that we take when we do have certain opportunities. Because sometimes I feel like we get a little bit... Complacent, I would say? No, I wouldn't say complacent, but a little bit scared. Okay. Like, we'll be like, oh, this is a really big opportunity, but, like, we want to take baby steps because, like... You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's like 
we've proven to ourselves at this point by now that we know how to run a business, we know how to manage our money, we know how to make a profit, so it's like, we're not in the small league anymore. You know what I mean? And like, I feel like it took us a while to realize that, but I feel like we're slowly beginning to realize it, but now our actions, they, our actions already do match that to a certain extent, but I feel like we I need feel to- we're accelerating things a bit more. We now. need to accelerate it more and take it the next level a little bit you know what i mean no 100% 100% and i think that's why like us revisiting our business plan and revamping it yeah. that's going to be a huge thing because within doing that we're going to realize like Yo, what the hell are we thinking get rid of this get rid of that and like i feel like now that because we've talked about this off camera like we know what we want the business to go in the next year year or two mm-hmm. so but now literally sitting down and making calculated steps mm-hmm. to reach that goal is like the next progression of our growth you know but with that being said is there any final words you want to you always say no like 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 this week can you just surprise people like yeah like you know well i can't surprise them now because you already said can you surprise them so i'm not gonna be surprised because I'm okay well can you do something just to change it up who me right now yeah like like any final words before we go um so just some tips and tricks for if you're ever you know filming anything or running a podcast make sure you have everything charged my laptop's about to die yeah i'm really upset so i'm kind of trying to speed this along a little bit so it doesn't die um but yeah that's about it all right and there you have it guys use that tip and trick whenever you're shooting a podcast or videos all right guys thank you so much for joining us again episode 29 this was so divine until next time (laughs) peace Bye.